So this whole podcasting thing, um, for other people who've been doing it for a while, they probably think, what a bunch of morons. Help, help us. I uh, know, but we just, we just fixed that. So cheers, cheers. with the uh, can of rosé here. I'm liking it now. It doesn't have the tart butteriness like it did 10 sips ago. Tart butteriness? Hey, how much of it? Oh. I thought the oh, way that you thought I was like trapped. Yeah, it. I know. So Tally decided to get us these cans from what Crafters Union. They're good. Grace and Delicacy Rose. And they're um, pretty. If the the can is pretty. Well, know. the can has um a lot going on. Yeah, well, I'd like to think that these are lotus flowers, so I feel like it's fitting. I think I think you're right. Yeah, they're in the water. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Edit that. Just kidding. <laughs> we don't know how. <laughs> oh, why not the nose for Tally? No, we do know how because that's what we spent all weekend doing. Yeah, so Tally got over here, what, an hour and a half ago? And we are recording now because it's Woo. taken us that long. So, um, I need to go to bed in 15 minutes because <laughs> I know we're staying up till 10 over 40. Oh dear God. Just kidding. I'm not <laughs> just kidding. I'm 29. Blech. Uh, so this is Namaste and Rose and I'm Tally. And this is Sarah. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what else to say. I don't, that. I don't either. I, I felt a burp coming on, and it wasn't. Ugh, I wish I could sure. burp. If yeah, I don't understand that. How have I known you this long? I didn't know you couldn't burp. Like, what's that really? about? Yeah, I don't feel like I did. Um, how do you not burp? Can you fart? Well, we know you can fart, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it just gurgles and just stays here. Ah. So you would think I'm, I'm kind of done with beer, even though I love beer. Yeah, I can't. I just, it just is. Is that why we're not Wells called like up. Namaste and Lager or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that might be it. Hmm. Um, yeah, so you might one of these days have to burp me like a child. <laughs> Since you're a mom, you know how to do that. Um, my yeah, but my baby's fifteen. So. Yeah, but you still know how to do that. I mean, you're a mom. I can so you definitely can't ever. Get I can that. definitely hit you on the back as hard as possible. <laughs> you, totally I'm not choking. It's an adjustment, Tally. <laughs> Just getting an adjustment. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, today I think we were going to talk about talking hot about? yoga, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, okay. I'm like, what? what um, well, because you and I both had really strong opinions about this for the most of the duration of our... Well, this is why I had a strong opinion, which is interesting, since okay. we were talking about another topic the other day, mm. um, that I didn't like it because you didn't like it and you were my teacher. And I, <laughs> My guru. Don't. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, don't you love the influence that I wield over people? Well, it's uh, what we were talking about with um, alternative yoga. Like right. Goat yoga and things like that yeah. um, that we'll be talking about um, or have talked about. I don't know. <laughs> when we're recording these podcasts. When, when, when is that one, Erin? Um, hey, delete that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, everything's just been so disheveled, so fuck it, who cares? Huh. Uh, but as I was saying with that, is you're influencing new students, not yeah. you, you, other no, no, people. We'll, we'll, we'll say Mimi. But in this instance, <laughs> you told me as a student, yeah. don't do it because... X, Y, Z. Yes. Yeah. 
And well, and I one hundred percent agree with you. And then I and then I kind of tried it. And then you kind of liked it. Yes and no. Well, I think that um, I wouldn't do it. That's not that wouldn't be the only thing I would do. I would do it in the winter or what, I wouldn't do it constantly. As so you would let it practice. like kind of follow like the Ayurvedic path, right? Because what your pitta. Uh, no, I wouldn't even do that. I would just do oh. whatever the fuck I wanted to do it. <laughs> I I'm thought you were getting like, all spiritual on it. No, like a, a cold, like, rainy day is when I would go do it in the right. summertime. So no. when you're, when the, <laughs> when you're, when that dosha, when the vata dosha is at its highest, right? Because that's, well, let's see. Vata dosha is about, um, you're right. Really, but it's, dr- isn't it dry? It's really dry. So would it be a cold, rainy day? I mean, does a cold, rainy day constitute cold and wet so right does that bring in some kapha or i don't know i would love some coffee right now is that oh, what you, you want some coffee no, i'm just kidding <laughs> i know you did you say, say yoga class <laughs> pour me a glass oh there it is <laughs> um <laughs> that was a nice you missed the like fist pump is that what that was yeah very superhero of you um no, so I guess here here's what it comes down to. I am I'm opposed to a lot of misinformation. Um, one of the things that I always ask my students to do, my my training students to do, is to ask why. So at any point in any practice, well, you're taking clothes off right now. I know it's a little hot. Ooh. Speaking of speaking of hot and humid. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> It's like 45 degrees outside. We're hot here in Colorado. It's, it's summertime. Hot. It's finally, it was like 80 something today. I know. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, I just got distracted by Telly's sexy body. <laughs> she took that shirt off like it's going out well, of style. It's not like I'm naked. <laughs> Still have a shirt on. She does have another shirt on just for reference. Um, where was I? I was talking about. You were, um, I'm sorry. I did. I did. I know. I'm like. <laughs> uh, so. Oh, uh, the misinformation. Yeah. So I'm all about the why. You always have to answer why. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. If I'm training somebody uh, with, you know, hit training, cross training, cycling, whatever it is, yoga, I'm asking why. Like, why does this, why does this follow the philosophical beliefs? Why does this follow the, um, this limb of yoga? Whatever it is, I want to be able to answer why. And so at any given moment, a student should be able to ask me that. Why did this pose come before this pose? Why did you do this meditation with this practice? You know, why are you having us dive into this and not that? Um, So that's a really big deal to me. And when I really started investigating the why of hot yoga, there there were no scientific answers. I mean, I think if your answer is it makes me feel good, then I will. I'm okay with that. I have friends that practice hot yoga and they love it and they try to come up with all these like, well, I'm detoxing or it helps me lose weight. And it's like, you know, we were just reading an article well, online. exercise helps you lose yeah. weight. You're well, exercising. But we were reading that article online and it was really funny because uh, it was like, well, if, if, if just sweating helped you lose weight, which is the, you know, we have this notion that that's what it is. Well, you are losing weight. You're losing, you're dehydrating yourself. You're yeah. losing water weight, right? Yeah. Uh, and so if you are, um, sitting in a sauna all day, you might as well just have one at your house and not work out at all. Exactly. That's where I'm at right now is just sitting in a sauna. I'm not going to lie. I got on Amazon and, um, typed in home sauna Yeah, because I, you know, living in Montana, it's really cold. And I was like, that would be so amazing. Cold and dry. Yeah. 
It would be so amazing though to have like a like a a sauna and then sweat my ass off, go jump in the snow, go back in and sweat my ass off, right? Mm -hmm. So there's this one that's hilarious and it's it's literally like a body bag that you stand up in and it's like made up. Oh no way. Uh huh. And maybe you sit in it. I don't know, but your head just sticks out and then there's like armholes. I thought those were jokes. No, there's armholes so that you can read a book. No, no. Yeah, that's the cheap one. I mean, I want, I want a real deal, but it was, it was so funny. Rob is like, "What, what is this in our Amazon cart?" Because I put it in there. Good thing it wasn't a drunk purchase, and that it just shows up. No, I don't worry. I don't have that much money on my credit card limit right now, so we're we're solid. (laughs) Looks like a body bag. Rob's like, "What?" It does. It's like, um, (laughs) it's that metallic, you know, um, wildlife survival. Did Missy Elliott have that on her? Right. I can't stand in the rain when she did that. Right when she did that. Yeah. It's, it's like that. It's like that. It is that. Yeah. That's the first thing that popped into my head. So, so since we don't have those, I feel like hot yoga doesn't have a leg to stand that. No. Um, but what's what's funny is I I, I know do do hot yoga in in the body bag and then just die. Yeah. So. Can I ask a question? Okay. What defines hot... Only if I raise my hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, What defines hot yoga to you or, I don't know, what is there a... Yeah, that's a good question. A limit. So, I always, when I teach, I always crank the heat somewhere between 75 and 80, usually. I think that's good. And then my goal is always to raise the ambient heat. And when we do it naturally... It gives the time, it gives time for the body to adjust and I feel like we're not, um, stressing the endocrine system and as we build that ambient heat up, as you know, like at our old studio, we had one, we had one yoga studio in a basement and like the pipes would start raining. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It was fun because then you're like, oh, I'll just take a little shower. Yeah. Uh, and and it, it kind of invigorated you because you created the steam mm-hmm. in there naturally. Yeah. And really so everyone's steamy. like, woo. And then everyone's like super, it, it felt to me like everybody just got even more into it or like when you fog up the windows and, right. and everything else. So without necessarily, obviously you don't want the room to be 60 degrees because then you're too cold and right. too cold and warm. Well, up. and I've practiced in, but, or, and I've taught in cold, you know, in gyms and stuff. When sure. I first sure. Teaching. That's and, true. And even yoga studios where they like, they have the heat behind one of those little things that you can't, uh-huh. <laughs> you can't do the thermostat. So right. you're like, I need it warmer and, right. um, it'll be between 60 and 70 and I'm a big advocate for 75, 80 degrees because yeah. it helps your muscles kind of warm up or whatever. Like a slow... Yeah, a gradual build. And it. then usually by the end of those classes, depending on how many people you have, it, you can raise the temperature up 85, 90 degrees pretty easily. Yeah. And I think that that's good. And it's also kind of a steady increase so that yeah. it's not shocking. I mean, students are going to get hot mm-hmm. and they're going to sweat, but I feel like it's the right... And I have no scientific backing for this. <laughs> it just feels right. Disclaimer. Yes. <laughs> I am not a yeah. scientist. I'm a social scientist, but not a... Uh, well, you're a scientist yeah. then. Yeah. There I'm also a scientist. Mm-hmm. So we, we're, we're fake scientists. Yeah. I prefer the term soft science. 
I prefer the term pseudoscience. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, mine is still a science. Like, I still do research. Uh, I still have to do math in my science. So that makes sense. Math in my, science. <laughs> in my science. Um, I did a probability formula. Ooh, I don't even know what that is. Mm. I do, um, qualitative eighth, eighth grade math. <laughs> yeah. Qualitative or quantitative uh, research there, Shelly. You do quantitative, right? Because you guys are like figuring out how many artifacts you have per yeah, area. Probably usually that would be it. I'm like, I don't know. What are you uh, talking what? about? <laughs> uh, let me push my glasses up on my nose yeah. and look smart. Um, uh-huh. Okay. So Back to the hot yoga, because I'm really just about a, I'm up half You're a about candy. half a candy. Mm-hmm. I am. Are we, are we, uh, you need to have a couple okay. more swigs and I think it'll catch up. So we, I, what I'm seeing now is not now over the last 10 years, we've seen the rise of hot yoga with core power and Bikram and all these other styles of yoga that, you know, any kind of like power yoga seems to be associated with hot yoga. Yeah. And would you put Baptiste in there? Yeah. Baptiste is hot, right? It's, yeah. I want to say when I taught, but I was only teaching restorative. So I at a Baptiste studio. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. And I, so I naturally took the classes there since I taught there. Um, I, it wasn't, it didn't start off at 95 degrees. It started at like 80, I want to say 85. So they were raising the ambient temperature too? Yeah, but it wasn't, so I would say maybe 85. Yeah. And then, and then it would get a lot warmer. But my thing with that is I felt, I, I love taking the class and I did feel great after and you're sweaty and you're like, woo, I, I, I sweated out all my toxins. Mm-hmm. I'm great. I said detoxifying. Yeah. I'm, I just, and lost I just lost weight. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I did like the practice and I did like how everything was taught and you knew what was coming up next. So right, because it's a set system. It's a closed it, system, right? Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, it was. And I, I did like it until I started knowing, oh God, we haven't even gotten to here yet. Right. And so that started freaking me out mentally. Uh, but the biggest thing for, for me, for health wise in a bad sort of way was I was so dehydrated Mm. that even during the time of year, which I know Colorado's dry and you're just dehydrated all the time, (laughs) um, but then I was more dehydrated and I could not catch up. And then, especially if I took a class in the summertime and then walk out and it's already 90 degrees outside and it wasn't like a dry heat. Yeah. And it wasn't like going to Bali where we're in 86, 90 degree temperature, 100% of the time, anywhere you With go. amazing humidity. Every, yeah, everything is open air. So our bodies were completely used to that and we are outside doing that. And there was no real big change. I mean, right. Of course we sweat because we were moving. Um, but I never felt dehydrated like right. that. And there was just no way I felt you couldn't catch up. I couldn't yeah, yeah for days. And I would ha- have a headache and Ugh. it's like, you can only drink so much water or like have vitamin water or, you know, things like that. And so that made me kind of retract from taking those classes and it could just be me and my body and mm-hmm. other people don't experience that. But I felt like that was a real, if I took 
a class every other day, I'm not yeah. catching up to my all the salts and everything. But I wonder if you did. Gone. I wonder if you did do that on a regular basis and you replenished your electrolytes. If it would actually encourage you to drink more water, I'm curious. But I about drink that. so. I did that. Okay, so I think we just accidentally stopped recording. <laughs> uh, Yay, so we were just talking about how Tally's wondering if. If your I body, kept. if you kept going, if you would plateau, right? Yeah. And you'd get used to it. Yeah. And then suddenly your homeostasis is like at a new place. But and... I would just feel like I would pass out before that would actually happen <laughs> because I was depleting myself of electrolytes. Right. Okay. So, you know, that's a really interesting, that's, that's an interesting thing. When we, when we work out, our bodies plateau, right? And the idea of power yoga in the West and in these hot yoga classes, they are primarily to quote unquote, lose weight or burn fat or, mm-hmm. you know, sweat it out or mm-hmm. detoxify. And so when you show up at these classes and, um, you're, you're already dehydrated, right? right. There's, there's an issue, but more so do you catch up Do you plateau? So if I'm cross train, if I'm not cross training, if I'm just riding a bike every day and I hit that plateau where I'm not losing weight, I'm not gaining weight. I'm not really getting faster. Um, I'm not getting better at climbing. I'm not increasing my, you know, mm-hmm. lung capacity, whatever it is that I'm working on. I'm not doing that because now maybe I need to run or lift weights or do a sure. yoga class just to kind of relax things. Um, and so I wonder, yeah, it's, I'm curious to know if that happens in these classes because, you know, there's, there's closed systems of yoga, which we've talked about, like, like you said, you did the Baptiste style and we know, we know, um, Bikram style is a closed system. And so a lot of power and a, a lot of hot yoga and power yoga go hand in hand, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And what, what I've seen is I'll travel you know, I travel teach a lot. And for instance, I go down to Sedona, Arizona on a regular basis. And there's, I don't know why I'm just so sucked into the hot yoga, um, studio there because it's the nicest studio. Mm-hmm. Um, and they didn't use to always have a ton of hot classes and maybe they still don't, but, um, nicest I, as in it's like, um, they have, the people seem to be more educated. I like the location. I like the layout. It's not, super woo woo. Okay. So it's everything. It's nice as in aesthetics and in people. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not just being taken for a ride, you know? Yeah. But, um, now that I've gone to a bunch of classes there, every single class that I've gone to is the same with now that when I go to the hot yoga classes, I've gone to some amazing teachers when I haven't gone to hot yoga and you know, some of the hot yoga teachers are, are great, but I find I get really frustrated because like you said, you're like, Oh my God, we're not even to this section. Right yet. now. I know where my body, yeah. the muscle memory. So how do you not? Yeah. So not even muscle. It's no, your brain. It, now. it is muscle memory though, too, because yeah. you put that person in, in another hot yoga room or non heated yoga room and make them do one of my classes, which is oh, intelligently, yeah, peak sequencing. Oh, and I was going to just say willy nilly. Is it willy nilly? No. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it's this whole other ball game because I feel like I'm dying in those hot yoga classes. And then the people that go to them on a regular basis, like know what's coming next and they're really good at it. Like yeah. I can't even like do the full twist cause I'm about to tip over cause I'm dying. Right. 
And then they come to my class or we go to, say I go to a class with those people that's not heated and they don't know the sequence and they can't just guess what's coming next. Mm -hmm. And suddenly those people are the ones tipping over or not being able to keep up or confusion sets in. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, more importantly, so let's talk about what happens to your body when you go into, uh, when you work out in heat, Mm -hmm. right? So when you work out in heat, um, the, you're going to increase your heart rate. Right. Mm-hmm. So hot yoga can't be good for people with heart problems. Right. I wouldn't think so. And I feel like I've read research on that. I could be totally making it up, but I'm fairly certain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the other things that I, I see a lot is, um, you know, we stress our system. That's how we grow muscle. We, we stress our mm-hmm. muscles and they grow. Um, and we want to, we want to exert some sort of force and stress on our bodies so that we can stay strong and healthy. And there gets to be a point where we can get adrenal burnout. And I think that's where, um, a lot of people who might have more of a type A personality or who are really, um, push themselves. I mean, I know that I kind of fall into this category at times where I'll push myself really, really hard over and over and over again, because I want to see results. Um, and it's not always the most healthy way. I feel like when I, well, first of all, okay. caveat, caveat, you, you, I think I'm saying that right. Mm-hmm. I am now below half the can. Segue. <laughs> is you push yourself really hard in anything you do. Me? Yes. Uh, so this isn't surprising. Continue. Sh- shocking. No, I'm, I mean, just saying yeah. th- that's part of your personality. Right. I'm a competitive, I'm competitive with myself Very. and other people. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have to keep in check in yoga a lot because I think that's probably why I'm so drawn to yoga because it gets me out of that competitiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is that part of me that, that looks back at photos of me and beautiful poses and you know, I can't hit those poses anymore because of my body weight or I'm not in that physical condition anymore or maybe I can't can't do it anymore. Yeah. My neck hurts now all Mm -hmm. the time. It's hurting right now. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's, you know, I think there's, a lo- people that it's probably better for. And what's interesting is True. as I've aged, I found myself enjoying more hot yoga. Now that being said, I enjoy hot yoga. That's not on a closed system, like on an open system. Right. I've been going to a class lately in Billings and it is nothing. I mean, it kind of falls into another category that we're going to talk about on another podcast. Um, it's a, it's like a yoga shape class. And so there's weights involved and I've, it's another kind of class that I've been that totally me, against. You're right. Me too. And then I took my first one, um, I don't know, a couple months ago and yeah. was like, why have I not been taking a yoga exactly. sculpt class, yoga with weights? I've always tried kind of just, that's not, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. my, my nose kind of curls up and I took it and it's kind of my new jam. Right oh yeah. Now. I'm like the first one in the room. I go running in, yeah. I sprint in, I place mm-hmm. my mat at the very front so yep. I can make out with myself in the mirror, like the whole class. Yes. Another thing, mirrors. Oh. And I've always been anti-mirror. But why? Except for classes why, like that. Why do mm-hmm. hot yoga studios and power yoga studios always have mirrors? So you can make love to yourself. Because I look so hot when I sweat. Yeah. Is that it? Well, because a lot of the people in there are already fit. Mm-hmm. I've noticed most, most people. Right. And, and which is also intimidating for people who aren't exactly, uh, fit the stereotypical right. mold the of yoga fitness. body, yeah. whatever. And a lot of them, the people that go to those classes do, and they just stare at themselves. So then are 
then that goes into a whole spiral of, are we really looking right. inward to ourselves and um, taking the practice yeah. to our own personal level? Or are you just being, well, you know. Are you being narcissistic? Yeah, I was going to say that word, but. I don't know. It's, it's overused. Not, Donald Trump and everything else. I'm like, who it's on a whole other level. Let's not get political. Oh, <laughs> it's fucking happening. Um, um, well, so he is the best. Pre- I can't even say that as a joke. Nope. Have another cocktail. <sighs> so, um, you know, let's talk about some of the benefits of hot yoga. So, well, and, and some of these benefits can actually become cons, right? Like pros and cons. So, um, I think we talked a little bit about yoga being dehydrating, Mm -hmm. but we've also, I love walking out and feeling my skin glowing. Yeah. I have to say I, because it's so dry here in Colorado that, um, having your pores open up (laughs) and you're sweating everywhere coming from me growing up in a humid climate, Mm -hmm. I miss it. But it's also very oppressive, too, and I don't want to be in it all the time. So it's kind of nice to be in it for an hour, an hour and a half. Uh, And I do think that it does maybe toxins in that way of your skin. I don't know that it gets rid of your toxins inside your organ. Like, I know skin is the biggest organ, but I mean, like, your liver and things like that. Right, like, if I had an acne problem, would it get better or worse? Ooh, because you're sweating. Yeah. Unless but you wash your might face be right away. Cleaning it out too. You would be, yeah, but then you would have to clean your face. And we don't I, shower like we're supposed to. You and I. <laughs> we're just gonna get that out. We're there. gonna just talk about that really quick. Um You know so what? For us we would probably but get I got my hair done today. I got my hair done today and it, it's super dry because you know, I live in dry climate, but my hair was so dry and Rachel uh, she was like, What you know? what are you using on your hair? I'm like, the shit that you gave me, you know, like she's like, Oh, you know, and she was going to, um, and then she's like, yeah, she's like, well, how often are you washing it? I'm like, I don't know, like once or twice a week. And she goes, Oh yeah, that's great. You know, she never, she she is like, she's like, Oh, cause she just got back from vacation. She's like, I literally have sand in my hair right now. Her hair is amazing. I know it's so infuriating. I want that hair. We'll just have to post a photo of her on Instagram so people know who we're talking about. And you can get your hair done. Yeah. Thanks, Rachel. Second Nature Salon Denver. (laughs) Hashtag. (laughs) I need to see her, but I also love my girl, too. I know. I told her that you just need to get in because you've got a thing situation that needs to happen. Um, The door is cracking open. Oh, there's my mom. Hi, Gladys. Hello. My mom has big hair today. Yes. Speaking of hair. I was in Oklahoma, so I came back with big hair. Scooch scooch it? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I'll sit on the floor. Oh. So we're talking about hot yoga, and mom, you got your start with that core power, right? I did. And I did some hot yoga. So let's, let's actually start, let's rewind. Sarah had a yoga studio. First of all, it was funny that... (laughs) She walks in as we're talking about big hair, and her hair is really big. It really <laughs> is. It right really now. is big. Maybe we should. It's like a, a pyramid. Will you take a photo of my mom it's so we like can a, post yeah, a photo no, no. of her hair? I have no lipstick on. Oh dear God! Do you, would I you have like no them? lipstick. No, she gets none. Because Look, it's I like a pyramid. Can I take my glasses off? Sure. Least? No, leave the glasses on. I think it just makes it. <laughs> have I got like a shimmy teeth? A shit in your teeth? Yes. Like a shimmy teeth. So, uh, we were talking about 
hot yoga and the it's what's so funny is that I had yoga studios. I was practicing yoga. You never practiced yoga. And then mom got like a free pass to Corbett. She's like, uh, yoga, I don't want to go to your studio. No, 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 So no, then no. she starts Ooh, going to Core Power, and I'm all like, what? <laughs> That's funny. Because it was close. And it was free. Well, <laughs> those are two, well, that's... It would have been free if she came to me, I think. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I also would have to say, that's why I went to your studio, because it was close, and it wasn't free, but I had a group on. (laughs) But then I sucked you in. Proximity is everything. Yeah. No, it totally is. It was was just, just under a mile walking, you in another Mm -hmm. studio, and the other studio was... Didn't have tattoos. They might have, but it was very... um, I just wasn't into the spiritual side of it. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to... Right, but we yoga. snuck in the spiritual side. You did. Yeah, no, you but that was know. good. But like I said, I liked all the different classes. But on the surface, we weren't like woo-woo. No, not, it wasn't no, scary. Uh-uh, not at all. And so both both studios were pretty close to each other, and but yours was just a little closer, and that actually didn't matter, honestly. If, it, if yours was the one that was just a little farther away, yeah. I wanted to go to yours because it wasn't so... I don't, I don't want to say spiritually fake, but it kind of comes off that way. Almost, not fake, but it, like it felt overwhelming. Good to walk into, yeah. Overwhelming, not it's, fake, overwhelming. It, it's contrived. Yeah, yes, that's a great word. Mm-hmm. Contrived, we need to add that to our yoga vocabulary of we words. Sure do. Mm-hmm. We, have a, we have a word list. Yeah, so it just made, it was like, well, I don't know, I want to make sure I'm getting into something that I want to get into. So let's figure that out first continue with your hot yoga. <laughs> oh yeah. So I guess we got, we got sidetracked just talking about mom's sidetracks, sidetracked, sidetracking, sidetracking. <laughs> um, segueing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, so, so the benefit, we're talking about the benefits, pros and cons mm-hmm. of, of hot yoga. So, uh, I think one of the benefits that also becomes like a big contraindication is people always feel more flexible in hot yoga. Right. Right. So what I think people don't understand is that you're, your muscles, you're born with muscles that have a certain amount of elasticity. And if you start to extend those beyond 20, you know, we can all go about 25% more than what, you know, they, they regularly are. But then if you want to get more flexible, it's the myofascia in the, you know, like in your hips and, and things that you actually have to start expanding, mm-hmm. not the muscle itself. So when we start expanding the muscle, so if you think about the way that a scrunchie, like a scrunchie. Cause now we're in the nineties. <laughs> if you think about the way hair, everyone knew what you were talking I about. I know. And I just had a flashback to that scrunchy episode on sex in the city. Oh, funny. Uh, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, funny. So you're like, ha ha. I was trying to slap. be supportive. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to stick my face in my water now. Mm. Um, so if you think about the elasticity of, um, your hair tie and you get a hair tie and you put it on your wrist and it's like super tight and then you pull your hair up and it does a great job holding your ponytail for weeks. Right. You know, I mean, granted, I, sometimes I leave my ponytail in for weeks. <laughs> That's but, where I thought you were going, but no. I know I know. Um, so you use the same hair tie for weeks, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, maybe you leave it on your water bottle for mm-hmm. a couple days and it like stretches out or whatever. But you, as you use it, it, the elasticity starts to loosen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, pretty soon you put it around your yoga mat. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. 
to hold it together. <laughs> but I do. Roll it on up. <laughs> so once your once your elasticity of your of your hair tie um, is expanded to this point, it won't go back, right? It won't. We can't keep expanding and contracting it. Well, eventually, that's what happens with our muscles, and our muscles get. I fatigue is the wrong word, but it. The, we lose the elasticity because we've, we've elongated so much that now we're creating tears, oh. right? And so those tears are what keep it long at this point, but that's where we got pain. Um, and you know, a lot of people find yoga because of joint pain. I mean, I have a lot of inflammation. I didn't even realize that it was inflammation until I was about 35. Um, I didn't know what inflammation felt like until someone said, that's what inflammation feels like. And so... I don't know if hot yoga makes it feel better, but I feel like my joints feel more lubricated and supported when I'm in a hot yoga class. Um, but really what's supporting those joints is the strengthening of the muscles. So again, if we equate power yoga with hot yoga, that oh, makes sense, yeah, right? Absolutely. So of course I'm getting stronger. My quads are bigger and stronger to support my knees and now I don't need pain. But is that a hot yoga thing or is that a power yoga thing? Mm. You know, or is it a, I'm being more aware of my anatomy thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sure. there's that. Um, we talked about dehydration already. Um, yeah, definitely a con in my book. Yeah. Well, and I don't think there's a way to get around it. Um, what I know there was something that you were talking about before and maybe it's, um, on the interwebs somewhere, oh, yeah. I'm sure, <laughs> of back to elongating, you think you can stretch farther and, yeah. and doing all these things, but then maybe a few months or a few years later, suddenly you have issues yeah, with it. your muscles or your joints because you were over... Over, doing it. Yeah, overextending it yeah. on a consistent basis. So it's like the hair tie. Yeah. If you're constantly Oh, is that what you were saying? Up. Kind of yeah. Do- dozed away there. Did you doze off there for a minute? <laughs> How full is your wine, Tally? <laughs> I still have some. Don't spill it on the new carpet. I won't. <laughs> I, won't <laughs> Lattice. I knew that I knew okay, that thank you. <laughs> I knew that mom was gonna be like, ugh. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the elasticity, I think my, my biggest thing is that I'm seeing people vigorously work out, especially you'll see maybe heavier people who, whose heart rate will elevate a lot faster. Um, and so when you get into heart issues, that's what's scary to me. Mm -hmm. And when you're in a room that has no circulation, much like the Mm -hmm. one we're in tonight, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) like sweating and sitting, um, that's when you really have like problems. And I think that's when you feel nauseated. I mean, again, dehydration can, can bring that up too, but yeah, but, uh, you know, when you were increasing the heart rate in a high, um, in a high heat situation where there's no way to circulate the air, that becomes a real problem. So what I've seen is a lot more consciousness around making sure that the room has some airflow. And you were talking about Bali earlier where, you know, we're, we're practicing and it's, it's a hundred degrees with a hundred percent humidity, but there's also airflow so that you're not breathing the guy's BO next to you the whole time, which helps a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're talking. Oh, I'm just, no, 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 I won't take <laughs> She's it. like, I am not. This taking. is an action. We're trying photo. to take a photo and I'm trying to look good in it, but I'm sweating and just my bangs are stuck to my forehead. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> uh, so, 
um, what else do we have? We have um, one one thing that I read for a lot of people, and when I actually thought about it in my practice, is when you're in a hot yoga class, it's a lot harder to be distracted. And I, I find that a little bit like when you're doing a balance pose, it's impossible to do. Um, you, Tally really wants you to look at her. Um, it's a lot harder to be distracted when you're balancing because you can't think about your laundry list of to do's because you're focused on one fixed point and standing on one leg and really in the present. Yeah. You're really, you have no choice but to be present. And so what I've heard from a lot of people is, um, you know, a hot yoga class versus a regular yoga class, they have more presence of mind because it is so intense. And when I think about how I am in a class, part of me is like, Oh my God, I only have 45 more minutes. I only have 30 more minutes. I only mm-hmm. have 20 more minutes. Right. <laughs> so maybe I'm anticipating the end of the class sometimes, but, um, well, we do that in so many classes. I not do that just, for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Not just, I'll get on my Peloton class. and I'll be doing like only a 30 minute ride and I'll be like, all right, 28 more minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You're just in the warm up. Yeah. That's well, funny. okay. Speaking of warm up, that's another good thing is that we really eliminate warm up time in a hot yoga class. So you can actually be more efficient with your class. You can teach a 45 minute class a lot easier. You can teach a 30 minute class. You can teach an hour class and get a lot more done. Mm-hmm. My thing is that I, I'm so sweaty. I usually am sliding off myself. Like, mm. you know, if I'm doing an arm balancing class, like my, mm. my legs won't stick to my arms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, <laughs> so yeah, that's been, uh, I think those, I, did I make all my points? I don't even know. The, you want to know what the best part of a hot yoga class is? Yeah. For it, you. Yeah. It's really, really cold in the winter and it feels <laughs> really good to go in to a hot room. I feel warm. The end. I did. Yeah. yeah. We kind of touched on that. Yeah, we did. Yeah. And how like the humidity of it and it's so mm-hmm. dry here, like being yep. able to breathe, like if I'm congested or stuffed mm-hmm. up and then I go into that room. Mm-hmm. So I think what's really interesting is that Tally and I both kind of ventured back into hot yoga and different yoga classes more recently because we've been opposed. And I learned today that she's been opposed because I was her teacher and said, hot yoga is bad. Well, because I was learning. Yeah. And, but you're of a a caliber now and an experience to have your own opinion about it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, but I, I agree when you said those points, mm-hmm. I 100% agreed with those points that you said, and I, you probably even said, well, it makes you feel good. Your skin feels better you or whatever great. you look right. Yeah. <laughs> um, however, these reasons to not do it, they sounded really valid to me. And so I, I never went, um, on top of other things of like, I mean, that's political and, and completely other, you know, just like Bikram and, and mm-hmm. what's going on with that. And yeah, do I want to different brand? Yeah. Do I want to support that? Not, it wouldn't be him. It would be supporting a yoga teacher who's also trying to make a living. Right. It's a whole other topic mm-hmm. as well. Uh, but I never even probably, even if I hadn't heard that from you, mm-hmm me wanting to walk into a room that's 105 degrees and to do 90 minutes in there that's a lot. is something that I didn't 
want to do anyway. <laughs> right. I mean, that just didn't sound appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also, and I've never taken a class, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's something we should do is go. I, I haven't. Have you? Oh, yeah. I used to okay. practice Bikram a okay. lot. Yeah. yeah. I've never taken a class because... That's like competitive, isn't it? Where they say, hold yeah, they it, do. Hold it. Right. They're very militaristic from yeah. my understanding in how they're trained. But they also get a lot of training. The training's pretty involved. And mean, from what I understand. Like I said, it's militaristic. Yeah, yeah okay. they That's don't... It's there's more political no mod- way to say Yeah, it. <laughs> there's no modifications, it seems like. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, I think, you know, it's also going to come back to the teacher. And- well, and it was also... Bikram would say things like you're too fat, get out of here, you can't do it. What? Yeah, things like that. I don't know. I watched, I don't know, some... Did you watch a documentary? <laughs> 48 Hours or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. It was like, um, yeah, and and that turned me off even more yeah. when he was being investigated and there was some 60 Minutes show or something like that on it. Was it 48 Hours or was it 60 Minutes, Sally? It might have just figure it been out. one hour, not two days. <laughs> it had a time in it. It did have a time it's in like it. the people in the sweat lodge that just pushed it, you know, and uh, people died. The people that died. Like yeah, that. but you know what's interesting? Because I've done a sweat lodge before. I know. Um, I've done a few, and I've been really, really lucky to do very traditional, um, and you are so pushed to your physical, and it's more mental than anything. It's such an emotional mental. limit. Yeah. Where it's like, I have to remind myself, just take one more breath. Just take one more breath. One more breath. So, But you're just sitting. You're not... Ex- you are sitting, but you're in 150 degrees or right. something. You know, like you does can, it start that way or does it... No, it gets... It, I mean, it's yeah. hot when you walk in there. When you, you sure. know, you, you crawl in actually. And then you sit down, depending on where you are from the fire pit and the, lo- and the um, rocks or whatever. But... They, the chanting is what keeps you going. Right. And so you learn what they're saying and I don't have a clue what it is that I'm chanting, but that's what's keeping my mind occupied. So I cannot think about how I think I'm dying. And there's, there were moments where I would just straight up and you're in a dirt floor and you're in a, like a little mm-hmm. cave teepee thing and claustrophobic. Well, that didn't bother me at all. I mean, in the openings only like you, you literally, your, your body fits through it. Mm-hmm. And I remember laying down in the, like, you just do not care. It's like going into labor. You don't care what you look like or who's seeing you do it. It, You do it because that's what needs to be done. And you lay down and I, you know, you come out and you're just covered in dirt. How long is it? You crawl. There was a, where I did it, um, a few times is there's a river just inches away, you know, like a couple feet away from where we are. And you, and the, the water is only less than a foot deep and you just, everybody's just cro- like slithering into the water in between. To cool it's very yeah. There's different ra- Yeah, it is. But it's also, I don't think Falling I've, I've afterwards, Earth, right? I don't think I've ever felt a high like that ever. Wow. You How long does that last? You know, I'm trying to remember. I, I haven't done it in years. Um, there's rounds and you do, mm-hmm. I want to say it's That's like right. seven or nine rounds and each round, I mean, I don't know. Each round could be 10 minutes, but it feels like hours. Sure. So I, I don't know. Like I also was in a place where I didn't have a watch. I didn't have a phone. Right. Cause you're not, you shouldn't anyway. Yeah. And so, um, it was, you know, it was a traditional native American ceremony. So 
you know, I was one of three white people in there. Jeez, I'm the, the archaeologist. I you know. get to go in there. I had like all the connections. Um, no, and it was just, it was, uh, it was in Arizona. Um, and it was with gotcha. some friends who had, who knew this tribe mm. really well. Mm-hmm. And so I'd, I'd gone down a few times with them and it was amazing. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think the only thing I can equate it to is like, that's like so far the extreme and that's the experience of the, the spiritual practice for me mm-hmm. that hot yoga, maybe now that I'm thinking about it, maybe that's where they're trying to get you. You're working because you're, so cha- hard you're almost and, uh, chanting with your body because it's that specific, breath is holding you there and you it know? is the specific movements and that's why it doesn't change. Maybe that's why Ooh, we've just, Hmm, <sighs> light bulb. but here's the thing. Not all hot yogas are on the closed system. I appreciate the hot yoga. That's not on the closed system. That's on the open system. But yeah, I people like love going to places and knowing what the next pose is and knowing what the next pose is. And, and I'm not that person. No, I thought I was a drag. Did you? I thought I was because at first I was like, wow, this is really nice. You know, what's coming up, right? You can go there. You're getting your body ready. But you don't grow. Ready. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, and now months later, it's still the same. Here yeah. we are. And I was starting to almost get, I remember I actually huffed out loud in class because I was getting frustrated frustrated and annoyed mm-hmm. and just wanted it to be over. Even though I loved the teacher, the practice is great, blah, 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 blah. And I was like physically not having it mentally, not so having it complacent. anymore. Yeah, I guess. And I just started just not, ugh. but it, so I can play devil's advocate because as a teacher, like, did you find your edge and you had to work through that? Because like, because that you know, how many times possible. have you glared at me in a yoga class when I'm teaching every single time? Yeah. I'm glaring at you now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I don't, The only time I think that I've ever found my edge or let loose like that is probably in Bali where it with less. Yeah. Yeah. With less love, Leventhal. And I think it's maybe because we were already at our edge in a different country that we had never been to capacity, like everything was different. So our edge was being met on a daily basis. And maybe it was just one of those moments of just letting everything go. And then here I'm like, you, you cracked wide open. Yeah. Yeah. I think, well, you went through a huge life shift at that point too. that first trip that we took. The first trip was for sure. I mean, you came back and you're like, I'm getting my master's. (laughs) Yeah. And I did. I'm going to go teach. Mm -hmm. What do you do now? uh, I'm still an archeologist. It's cool. But it like and pushed, teach it, yoga, but but it pushed you to do something it about did your put, situation. It did. It did push me to to get a master's in education. And so I'm that's a did. good example yeah. of yoga off the mat. That is mm, new topic. New topic. Oh. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and, and maybe that is why. But you might yeah. be completely right because no, I don't want to go up into wheel seven times because I can't go up to into wheel one time. Because of my archaeology background. Your shoulder limitation. Yeah. And it hurts. And there's been a few times that I can when I practice like a good yogi. But but you also have a shoulder injury that you've always been nursing. Yeah. And, you know, and 
30 pounds of a backpack on you for many, many, many turn years is, we'll turn off this one. Um, that one's softer. Doesn't uh, doesn't help matters. Mom, Mom's worried about our mood lighting for our podcast. Oh, yeah, 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 that so oh, now maybe that's why moms are here. Moms are the best. <laughs> I'm adopting you as my okay. new mom since mine's dead. <laughs> Oh my gosh, her Facebook post was so sad. I was like, I'm sorry that I said nice things about my mom on Facebook. I don't want you to feel left out. Happy Mother's Day. Yeah. No, it's You were a good daughter. Fine. I was so lucky to meet your mom. I am a good daughter. She was. She's not a good daughter anymore. She still is. New? Don't have to be. Drink that wine. She might be my favorite daughter. Hey, you shut your mouth. Gladys. Be careful. I do have her number now. We can just hang out. <laughs> yeah, we can. I know you guys are going to, you guys will start doing the podcast without me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, should we have Sarah come to the next Oh, wait, should Sarah like guest maybe. spot? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so we've, oh, one thing I did want to talk about is I'm seeing some studios that are really trying to compete with the hot yoga because the hot yoga is, it's not a, it's not going away, right? And if it is becoming more of a workout, well, that's just the evolution of it in the West, right? And that's mm-hmm. a whole other topic. But I'm seeing people advertising warm yoga, but I'm like, what's the alternative? Cold yoga? Like, that's stupid. Room temperature. Ambient. Ambient. But I mean, that's always what I pushed was, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to say I teach you warm yoga because I'm going to put the temperature at 80 degrees. Lukewarm. Lukewarm. We do we do a lukewarm class, That's just like pers- myself, just like my personality. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I have seen that a little bit. And well, it's kind of a reach. W- uh, is it if people people are intimidated maybe by hot okay. yoga and I guess I would. Yeah, you're right. I would yeah, but who's teaching yoga? It's, I mean, if, if you're practicing yoga in 60 or 70 degrees, you're, you're too cold. You're, you're yeah. not warming up fast enough. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're just doing a meditation practice and you have a shawl on, go for it, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're doing asana, and I guess I should disclaimer, this whole entire episode is about asana, right? Yeah. We haven't even touched on the spiritual aspects of it, but I don't think we need to for this one. No, I don't either. But, um, you are... You should not be, I mean, we need to be working out in safe. I mean, let's, let's be real. Power yoga is a workout. Yeah. You know, and when you start to move with the breath and focus on pranayama, then it becomes more of a practice. Mm-hmm. But some people are there just to work the out. Workout. Yeah. And, and the breath is there sometimes. And I'll be really honest. If I have the choice between, and this is where I'm at now, and this is coming from somebody who's pretty devout in a traditional practice, you know, as an Ashtangi originally, if I have, if I have one hour and I can go to a hot yoga class and get a workout, or I can go to a mediocre class, you know, like run of the mill regular class, I'm going to hit the hot yoga class because chances are they're both kind of mediocre teachers probably, but at least I'm going to get a workout. Like that's where I'm going to go in my head. Now, that was a big, broad generalization. I do, I, I have recently found a new teacher that I love and adore here in, in Denver. 
and it's a level two class and I love, you know, that she's up leveling postures and, you know, we're, we're really just workshopping a pose for an hour, which is fantastic. Um, so if it's between her and a hot yoga class, I choose her. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if I don't, if, if all things being equal, I don't, if I'm showing up in say Chicago and I have a choice between a hot yoga class oh. and a regular yoga class, and I don't know either of the teachers, I'm probably going to pick, pick the hot yoga class. That makes sense. Does I mean, it? Yeah. I think I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I already know what yoga class you, is going to be. Well, and you well, know what a hot yoga class is going to be, but I kind of want the workout. Yeah. You know that like, if it sucks, you're going to get a workout and you're yep. going to sweat. Yep. No matter what. So do you think maybe that's the draw? Um, apparently for us it is. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious. I'd like to know what our listeners think yeah. because why do you go to hot yoga? What draws you to it? Because right. I will tell you the preconceived notions of weight loss and detoxification are complete fallacies. Yeah. <laughs> They're not real. And right. you know, I hear, Oh, but I can, you know, bend so much deeper. Well, yes, you can for a certain point, like call me in 20 years and tell me how you feel, you know, right, but, which is right, which, which is, is what we kind of touched mm-hmm. on earlier. But, uh, overall, um, I am curious what draws people, maybe Tally, maybe that should be one of your polls that you do online. Yeah. Okay. Survey says, yeah, Survey I've says. been doing a few of those. And... I think that's a great poll. Why yeah. do you practice hot yoga? If so, why, you know, why, why do you choose it? Mm-hmm. Why did you choose it? Because it was free and it was because close. it was damn cold. It was like oh, ten was below cold. that week. So you liked <laughs> you liked it, and so you it. went when it was cold, and you were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, this is amazing!" And yep. then you just kept going. Yep. And it's like you said, you warmed up faster, but and you one, only had an hour because you did it on your lunch break. I had, right? It was a half hour class. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I had an hour lunch, so I could change, oh, get yeah. down there on the bus, do the class, get back, eat a sandwich, and go back to my desk. It was still pretty hectic. Wow. But. Um, nothing like rush into yoga. The uh, one yeah. thing, the one thing that I remember is you didn't want to get under a fan. There were fans in the ceiling to mm-hmm. circulate the air, which is important. Mm-hmm. But if you're right under it, it dried your eyes out. Oh, <laughs> that's interesting. So there's this always- has been Gladys's corner. <laughs> <laughs> Don't stand under the fan. <laughs> no, that's the advice for me. Yeah. Huh? That's the mother load on. <laughs> I love that. I love that. God, it's true. She's going to have her own podcast in like six months, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what else? Anything else? Yoga? No, I think I'm good. Are we going to do any, should we do a meditation? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I feel like since it's hot yoga, I feel like we should do more like an asana because we've been talking about power yoga this whole time. I feel like you should do a headstand, Tally. I can, but I have to pee because I just drank the whole can of wine. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll pause, so we'll have to pause momentarily. <laughs> Okay, so um, each podcast we want to we want to offer a little bit of a practice. So today we're gonna do a headstand because Tally's talking about her sh- tight shoulders, and we um, we've been talking about power yoga, so we're very asana focused. Um, but headstand can also be a very meditative posture. Um, a couple of contraindications, you know, any kind of eye problems. Um, any issues with the neck or the shoulders, um, and 
uh, yeah, like right now my neck's a little stiff. I probably wouldn't um, be doing it, but Tally's a rock star. So. I'm feeling good. She's feeling good. And she's had some wine. Yeah, so why not so be on my head? Why not? <laughs> why not? So, um, oh, tagline. Hashtag why not. <laughs> yeah. You mean pound sign? Because pound sign. You mean, spell it out, H-A-S-H-T-A-G. <laughs> uh, we're old, people. Yeah. So, I'm an elder millennial, actually. You are. Yeah, I'm an 80s baby. I'm... Wild, right? Generation... Why, I think? Is that the... I, I don't know. Before you. I'm before you. <laughs> I'm before you. So, okay. So, Tally is going to be my little yoga model. And you know what, Tally? I'm going to take a photo of you while you're doing this so we can prove that you actually did okay. the practice. Sure. Um, so, just as a quick little warm-up, go ahead and take your right hand over your head and grab hold of your... Um, just place your palm on your over your left ear and just... Open up the side of the neck and then extend the, um, so which arm did you use? You used your right hand. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and extend your left palm towards the wall. Yeah. Out to the side. Yeah. And you can do it about three quarters of the way down. So you start to feel so a little bit lower. Uh, yeah. So we're starting to get that stretch whew. all the way down the shoulder oh and across gosh, the neck. So tight. <laughs> Feels uh, good though, right? Yeah. All right, and then let's go ahead and have you do the other side, nice and slow. Shake that shit out, girlfriend. <laughs> Good. And then open up the neck. And then let's go ahead and do some chin rolls. So go ahead and reach, um, just bring your chin down into your chest. And just roll it side to side. We're not going to roll all the way around. We just want to go from, you know, one shoulder to the other. A couple times. Breathing normally. And then on your next inhale, come to a nice strong standing position. Just a strong Tadasana. Inhale, reach the arms up and overhead. And then as you exhale, grab hold of your right wrist and go ahead and start to bend like a banana, just lengthening the side body. And then again, letting the head fall if it needs to. Keeping the shoulders um, really level with the ears. Inhale, come upright again. Grab hold of the opposite wrist and begin to extend the other direction, letting the neck lengthen letting the side ribs open, feeling the feet really rooted and grounded because we always want a root to rise. So anything that's touching the floor will always be fully grounded, pressing into the earth. Inhale, come up really high again, take a little mini back bend and then exhale, take a nice deep forward fold and lengthen out the back side of the body. Yeah, give me some of that pranayama, lady. <laughs> Oh, my wine is empty. Mine too. <laughs> now I'm like, I want more wine. I want to do more. She only brought us cans tonight. Hey, That's totally uncalled for. It's a school night. It is. All right. So we should be feeling pretty good. Um, take a little downward facing dog facing a wall. Now, if you're comfortable without using a wall, because a wall does turn into a crutch. But if you're, if you're comfortable without a wall, you can be somewhere in the middle of the room. Make sure that there's nothing in your way. Um, Probably. are you sliding on the floor? Do you need the yoga mat? Or are you okay? No, I'm good. 
So from downward facing dog, we're going to just really, really focus just for a moment on the back body. So pressing firmly into all five fingers and then rotating the biceps away from the ears. Press the heart back towards the big toes. Let the head hang really heavy here. So the back body gets really long and don't be afraid to bend your knees as much as you need to to feel that length come into the back body. And then we'll go ahead and bend one knee just a little bit more and then lengthen the opposite heel towards the floor. And when you do this, notice if your hip drops a little bit mm -hmm. on that bent knee and see if you can level it out with the arms. Yeah, and lengthen through the rib cage. And then from here, go ahead and switch legs on the next breath. Yeah, just feeling everything kind of settle in, open up. We want to get those hamstrings long so that eventually, if we're not pressing up into a, hand, in a, a headstand, then we can get there. So the next step of this is come to the knees, and we're going to go ahead and come onto the forearms for a second. So when you come onto the forearms, you're going to grasp each elbow first so that you know that your elbows are under the shoulders properly. You're going to lift your head and then place the palms back on the floor so you're kind of in a forearm stand, and we're going to come up into that down puppy or that dolphin, whatever people want to call that. Um, and again, we're going to try to walk our toes now as close to the upper body as possible and press the shoulders back towards the big toes again. Your eyes are going to be positioned somewhere slightly forward. Notice if your hands start to slide together. That's going to be pretty common, so you can always place a block between your hands if you want to. Or if you decide, since we are doing a headstand, we're going to do a traditional variation today, you can actually clasp the hands together and come into that down puppy with the elbows still underneath the shoulders. So you're going to do that elbow check, I like to call it elbow check, where you can grasp each elbow and then the hands come together, clasping, good, and then a down puppy. Now this time you're going to go ahead and position the back of the head into the, into the hands and you're going to be placing your head just about where the hairline is onto your mat. Now, if you are practicing at a wall, being anywhere from six inches to two feet away is a good space. Um, I prefer a little bit more space because I want to have the freedom to not use the wall if I don't go all the way back. Good. So, Tally, whenever you're ready, go ahead and lift those knees up and away from the floor. Get that beautiful, lustrous, non-washed hair out of the way. Hey, I showered yesterday. <laughs> it's That's clean for at least a week. At least, a, well, at least a day and then she goes the whole week. Okay, so now from here, we're going to just do a single leg lift first just to see how it feels. So we always have a dominant leg that feels a little better to lift up with. So you're going to kind of start to feel one leg come off the floor. You might even hop that other foot in a little bit and just practice that hop and lift, pressing up through the heel of the lifted leg. Now, whatever leg is up first is going to be the leg that's in the air the longest. Nice little float tally. That was good. Okay, so when you're ready, you can go ahead and kick all the way up and let your legs rest on the wall. Now a couple, there's the wall. <laughs> so um, she actually just used the wall to find it and she went straight up into her headstand. So um, this is really great if you have a partner with you, you can press a block between the ankles and we really focused on pulling the shoulder, I'm sorry, the elbows towards one another and then lifting and lengthening through the low back. That's gonna create a lot of strength and stability. Now, you're welcome to hang out here as long as you possibly want. You can make shapes with the legs, whatever feels good. 
And then when you're ready, if you want to try the lift and just kind of elevate the body a little bit, you can slowly begin to kind of half pike the legs towards the floor. So keep the legs nice and straight. Come into an upside down L tally. Use those core muscles. Yay! And then let the feet come to the floor. That was a nice little shake. <laughs> Remember, every time you shake, it's just the weakness leaving. That's a good thing. So to do the pike lift, we're going to come into that down puppy again one more time. And I know you'll notice you, you built a lot of heat, right? Yes. Yeah. Like sweating. And now I'm not tired anymore. I'm sweating and I'm not even doing it. I'm just sitting on the couch watching. I've never actually taught yoga from a couch before. I love it. It's kind of amazing. And she keeps playing with her lustrous hair. So, okay, so back to that down puppy. We're going to just practice that lift. So what you're going to do is you're going to kind of inch those toes in as close to the upper body as possible. Feel that core engagement. So lengthen out through the back. Push the elbows towards one another. And then slowly you can actually pop both knees into the chest or you can slowly begin to elevate those, um, those knees into the chest, whichever feels better for you. Now, depending on where you're at in your practice, giving yourself that time to feel the core engage even if the toes don't leave the floor that's great and you can also set your toes on a block lift you up a little bit more give you a little bit more range of motion and when you're ready lift up again inhale lengthen and then exhale find your balance yeah so it can be a single leg lift it can be a double leg lift you can elevate and lengthen one thing that I like to really practice in my own headstand practice is um, utilizing the core strength because we can do a lot of abdominal strength, um, lifting and lowering the legs together, and then that helps us get into that handstand later. So that was our asana. Good job, Tally. I feel so much better. There we are. <laughs> Thank you. So I hope you guys enjoyed uh, Namaste and Rosé. Maybe we should make a disclaimer now not to drink and do yoga, like, but um, we just did, so. Don't listen. <laughs> do not listen to us, but we don't know what we're talking about. Uh, if you have any input or feedback, if you are a hot yoga junkie or vehemently despise it, we would love, love, love to hear from you. Yeah, and why. And why? Why, 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 why? Because I'm big on why. And not mean. I mean, you're welcome to be mean, and no. we will share your thoughts, because <laughs> I want to know what what angers you most. Well, yeah. You can be angry. Yeah. But not mean. Well. Good cop, bad cop. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Namaste. And Rosé.